Welcome to the Rare Find Voices podcast. My name is Robin Koenig and I'm the CEO and founder of Rare Find. I'm a self-improvement junkie, certified professional coach, podcast host, and public speaker. And I'm a wife and mom of four teenagers. I'm an expert at helping people use their gifts to take intentional action and get intentional results. How do I do this? By helping you realize your gifts and use them as your superpowers. I love challenging people to think differently, see things differently, and then do things differently to create powerful change in their life. Each week I'll share my voice or bring forward another rare find voice to help you uncover your gifts, step into that power, and allow your brilliance to shine through. Believe me, I know how it feels to struggle with feeling good enough, pretty enough, smart enough, successful enough, and deal with major life transitions such as getting married, getting divorced, changing jobs, or having kids. This podcast is for you if you want to be more confident in your own skin, transform your mindset, and get out of your own way. If you're ready to show the world your greatest gifts, then keep listening because you are a rare find. So let's get started. Welcome back to Rare Find Voices podcast. Today I'm so excited. I have a special guest who is Arden Gilberg. She's the founder and owner of The Next Wave Life Coaching. She's a lifelong avid runner, triathlete, surfer, and all around lover of body movement. She coaches women going through the divorce journey. After surviving a divorce bomb that went off in her own life, she's passionate about helping women get through the painful process. A powerful tool that she learned through her own divorce was to keep the body in motion, saying that running helped save my life. She helps clients see the light at the end of a very long tunnel with her dynamic duo of a mindset shift and body movement. This really allows her clients to gain clarity and build confidence. Welcome to the show, Arden. Hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And by the way, I want to let everybody know, Arden and I have been friends for quite a while too. We met in the IPEC in our coaching uh, training, which was really awesome for us to it meet was. that way. It was great, a great connection that will go on for a long time, I believe. Absolutely. I, I, I know for sure. I met people in my study that I would never probably have met and have become lifelong friends. So I'm so happy to have you today. Well, I'm so glad that you invited me and that I'm here. Yeah, absolutely. And in the midst of everything that's been going on, gosh, I know it's been a real challenge. We're in the midst of, you know, self-quarantines, this pandemic for COVID-19. So um, it's been really tricky, but so awesome to connect with people online by doing more of these shows. So I just, I'm so happy to see you. Well, I am too. And I think it's, especially during these times that we can't be physically in front of our, our loved ones and our friends, that we are seeking out podcasts like this and ways to see each other or hear each other to feel that connection. So it's, the timing is perfect for me. Yeah, absolutely. So Arden, I want you to share, because I know a lot more about what you do, but I would love for, if you don't mind kind of just taking a moment to tell our listeners a little bit about your background that led you to what you're, what you're doing today. Okay, um, I'll begin. I have been, um, for me, I've been a runner for many, many years. I, I've done triathlons. I'm a... Uh, ocean water, salt water is, is a love of mine. It's a good balancing. And I've always made the decision to keep busy, active with, through body movement. And 
Um, I just know how it makes me feel. It is something that I try to do daily because it just regrounds me. It gives me these incredible feelings of, oh, I accomplished this. If I've done nothing else, I went out and did this for me. And I think that's really important, especially now. Um, so I've always had body movement as part of my life. I um, also had, as, as you mentioned, I've gone through a, a divorce that was not fun at all. Uh, I used to tell people I could have been on the Oprah show with the amount of things that went on that this bomb went off that just felt like the cinders kept falling for, for a year or two. And I tried to dodge everything and everything involved with it. And when they all settled, I looked at my life like um, I'm trying to put my life back together like a puzzle. I'm trying to put it back so it goes back to the way it was pre-divorce. Uh, and I realized that puzzle will never be the same. I have to create a new puzzle for my life for what is important to my two daughters and myself. And I just know that the journey that I went through was very hard. I had no guidance. Uh, back then, I didn't know about life coach coaches and how they could help could have helped me get me to the other side. So the combination of going through this experience in my life, surviving it, um, back then I just survived it, but I know that you can thrive through it. So in knowing that and coupling it with body movement, I don't want to say fitness exercise because I think a lot of people get turned off to those two words like, well, I can't do anything. Um, and when I say body movement, I mean, get off the couch, walk around the block, go walk your dog. If that means go from walking to a, a jog, if that means taking a class online where nobody can see you, if that means going on a hike, connecting with nature, whatever that means to you is, is going to fill you up and, and make you in your mind shift to a better, more happy place. I, I think we've all heard of the, the word endorphins where you go on a run, you come back and you're high with endorphins and some people can't relate to that, but it's this feeling of going out, doing something for you, coming back and just feeling good about it and feeling like you've accomplished something. So taking my experience with what I believe is important the, to call it the dynamic duo of um, getting up into the head and a mindset and shifting so we can see things better. Plus the body movement factor is a beautiful combination that I've experienced and that I've helped other mainly women experience as well. So, and, and let me just say the, the reason why I chose my name, the next wave life coaching is because I also surf and the ocean is so powerful. And as we all know, there's gonna be waves in our lives, good waves, bad waves, and we have to learn how to navigate through those and um, get to the other, get to the shoreline and feel okay about ourselves. So, and I relate that with going through divorce, how um, divorce is generally not an easy process, but if we can learn how to navigate, find the things, the tools that that get us through and make us feel better, then we'll get through it and we'll be stronger people because of it. I love it. And, and 
I have to say when, you know, I remember when, you know, you were building your coaching practice and, you know, cause again, we've been friends for so long. And when you told me the name of, you know, the next wave, I was so like excited because I knew how powerful that, you know, that really like represented something so powerful for you. And it resonates so much. I mean, myself included having been through a divorce also, I understand how it feels to be like, you know, on the top of the wave and then crash and then be wondering how am I going to get through this? And, you know, that again, it creates this like visual understanding of like being stuck under the surf and then trying to come back up and like, really going through that in life, whether it's a divorce or whether it's a job change, you know, losing your job. I mean, right now we're in the midst of a crazy wave right. that we're all riding and, so I think it's so powerful what you do and it speaks so much to the, the philosophies and the beliefs that you have around activity. And, you know, so defining that too, I thought was really great because it's about moving your body and it's relative for everybody. Yeah. I mean, we all know if, you know, for example, I'm not a runner. Um, I have been, but it's not something I enjoy to do anymore. But I know for me, like relative activity related to doing something like running is probably going to be more of a jog for me, but it's still going to be a challenge that instead of not doing it at all to go out and, you know, walk faster or, or turn it into a jog or something. And so I know if I'm letting myself off the hook and not doing it to a kind of a relative level of intensity that is still going to push me into improving my health and wellness. So it's kind of like taking a step back and allowing people to say, well, what would be a challenge for you? And how can you push yourself just a little bit more? Exactly. To have body movement to, you know, do something a little bit more than maybe you've done before, because, you know, at the end of the day, that's going to have its, you know, positive benefits, not only for your body, but for your mind and for your, for your spirit. Right. Right. We all have different starting places mm -hmm. and I did marathons for years and um, I, when I first decided to train for one, I thought these people are crazy. Who does this? Who runs 26.2 miles? Crazy. And then I thought, okay, here's a challenge. And it was a slow build. It's starting by running two miles and then four miles and then six and then go back to two. It's a building process. And I, try to make sure my clients know that body movement is not about anything that is, is that it has to be big. It could be as small as a walk run. It could be as small as getting up, standing up and sitting down and doing squats. It's really a personal journey that everybody gets to choose what that is, what that's going to look like to them. So I, um, I'm also I'm in the currently working with women doing a 30-day challenge through this pandemic. And it's they're all runners and they're women 50 years or older. And every day it's so wonderful to hear, like, well, I only got out two miles and I walked and run it. I walked, I walked and ran it. And my response is, good for you. You did it. Who cares if it was a run, walk, or walk, run, but you did it. And I think that's the encouragement that we all need in our divorce lives, in our personal lives, in our relationships, in our work. It's that encouragement and that 
um, being part of a community. And um, I think that right now, especially, we all need that. So it's, it's been fun to be connected with them and to see their progress and their accomplishments and their celebrations. Yeah. Well, and, and also it's, it sounds like too, you're helping them remove judgment, right? Which is so easy because, you know, we can be really hard on ourselves, probably harder on ourselves than on other people. And so, you know, the, 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 you know, look at things and say, well, I didn't do that as good as I should have creates a lot of um, resistance ourselves to not want to do something again or more because we feel like we're not doing it good enough. And it's a super easy way to just kind of give up and quit. Right. Right. And so being able to say, okay, well, it's not about the, the size of the um, activity or the goal or whatever it's like. And I'm about the, you know, how big was it? It's directional. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at something and saying, did you move the needle forward? even if it's a, just a little bit, then you're moving in the right direction. It's not, how big was that accomplishment? Like you said, when you first started running, you, didn't, you weren't running marathons. And right. so had you put in your mind like, well, if I don't run a marathon tomorrow, then I suck at running. Like, no, you had to progress and see a little bit of improvement here, a little bit of improvement there. And that's the case even when I started to, you know, in fitness, like when I first started, I had never, I was 35 years old. I had never lifted a barbell. I had never done a pull-up before. And to go into the gym and be like, well, I don't even know how to do a pull-up. And then five years later, I was competing in, <laughs> you know, in Olympic weightlifting. Yeah. It's like amazing. You've got to find a way to close that gap and allow right. yourself to have an expectation that moves you slowly forward, but still directionally forward. Right. Well, Exactly. And you're a stud, man. <laughs> That's, so great. That's so great. Um, my reason behind the body movement is not, uh, I need to lose 10 pounds. Oh, I need to look good in a bathing suit. I'm, I'm aging. Things are going south. When I work with women going through divorce, my reason behind that is it's, it's, you come back from whatever you do. If it's a 10 minute outing, if it's an hour, whatever you choose in the gym, outside the gym, in with nature, out, you know, in your own garage, it's not coming back and, and saying, Oh, look, I look so different. It's where you do feel the difference is in your mind and in the, in the way that your mind feels the way that your um, I call them high vibrations. I, I come back and I feel like my vibrations are so high right now because I just did this. And when you are going through a divorce, as many of my clients are, it's what's, it's just shifts things. Their perspective comes back a little more clear. They feel more, um, feel like they can make better decisions for what's going on in their lives. So it's that combination of, again, it's, it's getting our heads to a place where it feels good to feel good. And it's, it's, also working with getting into the mind and let's, let's get you going forward with where you, your vision is and where you feel like you could use help in shifting to a better, more positive approach. And uh, I call it being unstuck. We go through a divorce and it's this, uh, even, even 
people that have the resources to get through to the other side, they don't even know how to start that process because they just are paralyzed in, in fear and loss and confusion. They're stuck. So it's getting them to that, um, getting inside the head, getting in the mind and getting them to a one step at a time forward momentum and um, coupling it with body movement where I've seen some tremendous change and um, attitude change and positivity. Yeah. And what it's so great too, is, you know, I, I know that a lot of what you're able to see with your clients and having seen it for yourself is that when you have like a win, right? Even if you're, you know, if you related to activity and all of a sudden you're like, I'm able to run more or jog more or walk faster more than I did yesterday. It builds a confidence, which then they apply to other things in their life, right? Because when we work on ourselves, it impacts all of the areas of our life. But you kind of want to see that win somewhere yes. to take it away and say, well, if I was able to do that, then, you know, all this other stuff I'm going through, I know I can get through it. Like right. it creates that confidence and, and there's resiliency there. And that's something that I really like to talk a lot about is resiliency because it's like a rubber band or even a muscle that you've got to kind of use it and see it and then believe it to continue to tap back into it again. Right. 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 And so I'm curious if you think about in your life, you know, like what are some points or maybe like a defining moment where you can remember using resiliency as a tool, right. Or just to, as a strength really to help you get through something else. I, I know when I was going through my divorce and my whole world, like I said, was a bomb and I lost literally everything. And, um, I was training for the Boston marathon and I was going to some Tuesday night track workouts with the San Diego track club. And, uh, somebody came from the newspaper and said, Hey, who's doing Boston? And does anybody here want to be interviewed for the newspaper back when people read newspapers? And I said, what do I have to lose? I, and I kind of stood up and I said, sure, I have a story. And I was featured with a small little feature with a couple of other people. Um, and my point was I'm losing everything, but the consistency in my life has been moving my body and running. And through this, I know that it will get me through to the other side. And it's not just because of pounding the pavement, it's connection, it's community, it's goal oriented, it's accomplishment. And because of those, all of those positives, it helped carry over to the other parts of my life is how I'm going to be a mom with now with a single mom with two young girls and um, how am I going to show up for work? What's my attitude going to be today as, as I'm going through these <clears throat> muddled waters that I don't really want to be a part of, but I have to be. So it's, it's kind of like, I almost look at it like a, bag where you can punch and it falls down and it comes back up and, it, and you hit it again, it goes back down where I feel like it's, um, it, it, for me, it was running. So for me it, to continue on and keep that going. And I, I always say it, it helps save my life for those reasons. Yeah. And I love that story. I mean, gosh, to just kind of like know that you were doing it for yourself and then 
you know, I, I don't think it was coincidence at all that, that there was, um, you know, the interest in kind of you sharing your story. And it was like, almost like a, it sounded like a, a switch where you're like, I have a story to share. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. I said, I have a great story. Yeah. Which, and I'm not that type of a person normally. I'd be pretty private and be almost embarrassed or like, I don't have my voice. And I thought, it's time to be bold, Arden. It's time to be bold. You want to make some changes in your life and you want to get through this, then be bold. And I remember getting so many friends I hadn't seen in years or heard from email me or call me and like, I saw your, the article, I saw your picture and I thought, wow, that's okay. You've done it. That's good. And, and again, it just, that part of that helped build me up to a place of, I can get through this. It'll be okay. It, it's, it's like you said, the resiliency. Yeah. And also too, you know, I think about in, in so much of the work and the training that we both have is around energy and understanding um, perspective from a, a positive lens, right? Or a negative lens, right? The catabolic and, and anabolic energy, which I talk a lot about. And so, you know, it sounds like instead of it, you know, you looking down that tunnel with the blinders on and the closed yeah. off vision, which would be very negative and feel, you know, catabolic and heavy and which is easy to do when you're going through something really tough to right. get stuck in that place and be like, I don't see how I'm going to get out. I don't see how this could be um, a possibility, right? To not have the optimism and you were able to open it up, right? Be more anabolic to really raise your level of energy and your positive scope to be like that prism that expands and you're able to see like, huh, by sharing this story, I can maybe help one person, another person right. to hear what I'm saying and, and maybe realize that they can do it too. So it sounds like that really had a, quite an impact on almost like a catalyst for the journey that you've now taken to build a business to help other people based on your own experience. Exactly. And as you just said, it reminded me of I had two young daughters that I, every decision I made, every statement I said, they were listening, watching, and I knew that my decisions were so important because if I chose to go down that negative path, then they're going to follow me. And if I chose to say, I'll never get married, men are blank or whatever, they're going to have that attitude. And I didn't want them to. I wanted them to know that this is okay. We'll get through it. And I still believe in love. I still believe in marriage, but I also believe in empowering myself with things that maybe I should have in my marriage. And that I would like for you to um, not ever have to go down this path because you will learn through my process. So I know that um, that was probably the, the, the biggest for me personally in my divorce in is, is the positive attitude and rise above because uh, what's behind us, we can't over, we can't take over. And one of my quotes that I um, believe in is that our eyes are in the front of our head for a reason to keep looking forward. Looking backward gives us, uh, depression, like, oh, I wish I would have, could have, uh, looking forward gives us a little bit of anxiety because we're trying to control it, but just being where we are now and staying present 
just keep looking forward one day at a time, one minute at a time, we'll get through it. So, but I agree with you. It was a, it, the, I, I tell people that going through a divorce was the best thing that happened to me. And it was the worst thing to happen to me. And I say that because the amount of, of hurt and sorrow and sadness that I mainly saw with my, my kids uh, was not something I'd ever want to do again. And it was terrible what we went through. But because of it, I am a totally different person than I was pre, pre-marriage or, you know, or during marriage. And I'm grateful for that. It has taught me so much. It's, it's given me a voice. It's, I found my backbone. Uh, I have an opinion now. And uh, so for that reason, I think that, not I think, I know that I am a way better person in my thinking patterns and my decision-making and my attitude and uh, everything as far as how I look at life. Yeah. And, and that is not an easy thing to do. And, you know, and I hope that, you know, anybody listening right now that might be thinking, I don't know if that's possible because when you're in it, when you're in the situation, that's really, really hard and challenging you. It can be so easy to just not believe that it's possible to get through it um, because it is hard, you know, and, 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 but there's, you know, I like to say there's growth in the gaps. And so when there's something that's challenging, we don't know how to navigate or whatever, there always is some kind of growth. I relate this a lot to fitness mm-hmm. where, you know, you have to actually get sore. You have to tear your muscles apart for them to grow. And so, you know, pushing yourself enough to be like, I, I really, that was a struggle is going to improve you overall, but it might take two days of you being really sore. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Come out of that. So, um, so I love that you're able to see that as you did gain from that really difficult time in your life and you were able to embrace that and now use it powerfully. And so I want to, you know, kind of ask you about like, we all, we all have like these defining moments, right. That you've shared so much about, you know, one of them for you and you realize that you can have an impact and you realize that there's something very special that you can offer to the world. That's what I call our gifts, right? Mm -hmm. Our gifts are the things that we can share and really use powerfully as a superpower you know, Uh like it's cool. And so what comes to mind when you think of for yourself, a gift, a superpower that you can then use to make an impact on the world? Do you have one that you can think of? Wow. Okay. Um, I, the first thing that comes to mind for me, uh, maybe I don't sound like I'm a silly person, but I'm very playful and lighthearted and I'm, I love to laugh and a jokester. And that doesn't sound like, oh, great. And you're going to coach me through my divorce. We have to find humor in our daily lives. Um, and because otherwise it's too heavy and it's too serious. And sure, we need to, there are certain parts of our lives and daily lives that we have to be responsible for. But I truly believe that we're never too young to be playful. And my approach, um, uh, which I didn't mention earlier in the beginning was I'm also a personal trainer and working with clients and working with mainly groups of women outside of nature is to have fun and laugh at yourself. I laugh at myself every day. 
So I'm not trying to uh, diminish how hard it is to go through that divorce journey by any means, but let's figure out how we can do it. Let's figure out how we can put a smile on our faces. Let's start with a smile and go from there. So um, being, being, making fun of, I make fun of myself all this time. I'm a jokester, I'm a prankster. Um, I'm silly. I'm not afraid to be, I think outside the box. And, and as I always say, don't ever act your age. I am hitting a huge milestone this year, but I choose not to act that way because it's, that's what the paper says, what it says on paper. It's finding a different approach as I, I age through life. I love that. I love it. And you know what, honestly, like that is such a gift. It is such a gift to be the person that others can really feel like comfortable around. And like, you have this quality that draws people to you because you are approachable in letting people have like levity, you know, letting people have the ability to be joyful and playful and not take everything in life so seriously, which especially right now can yeah. be really hard. And it, like you said, you're not diminishing what's happening, but if you allow yourself to just focus on the negative all the time, then it can really bring you down into a hole that's really hard to get out of. And so yeah. being able to do that. And like you said, laugh at yourself, be silly, like that actually creates um, a release of negative energy for so right. many people that might not feel like a, it's okay. Give yourself permission to do that. Right. And B, that it actually does really help, mm-hmm. you know, so be a goofball. I mean, I found myself doing that a lot more even now in this situation. And I'm sure my kids are still, they're rolling their eyes a bit, <laughs> you know, at the yeah. goofiness or whatever, but it does help in a lot of situations to get you through. So I love that that's that's who you are. That's, that's the way that you um, really help people and provide that to them as a gift. It really, truly is. So I, I love that, that you shared that with me. Um, and I know that to be true too, because we get along really well, yeah. <laughs> you know, the similar way. So, um, so I appreciate that. I wanted to ask you about um, kind of motivation. And so, you know, that consistency of kind of pushing yourself through and not pushing, like always pushing yourself, but like the consistency of staying motivated and moving yourself forward. I love what you said about your eyes are in the front of your head for a reason. And so um, I, you shared with me one of your mantras, which I also really loved was if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. So do you have kind of some thoughts around like how this has helped you or continues to help you stay motivated and keep yourself moving forward? Like how you use this mantra for yourself? Yes. I, um, here's a way to look at it that I look at it. It's, it's when we have challenges in our lives, if it's a divorce, if it's, um, changing jobs, whatever your challenge is, a lot of us stay stuck in those roles out of fear. And I, a visual for me is I call it the bat tunnel. So you're at the outside of a tunnel. It's dark in there. It's cold in there. It's wet. It's scary. It smells. Who wants to go in there? Because you don't know 
you don't know how it's going to affect you. Is it, are you going to get scared out of your life? Is it, am I going to get through to the other side is the main thing. So we all stay stuck in, in these positions. And again, speaking with women that are going through divorce and, 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 and not moving forward. Um, it's because of that, that unknown that they can't control um, where there's a lot of things in life. The majority we don't have control over but it's taking that step in there, going through, feeling it, sensing it, knowing that I'm okay. I'm a, I'm a quarter of the way through. Oh, now I see the light at the end of, at the end of the tunnel. Actually, I don't mind being wet and those bats don't scare me anymore. And um, the smell is, is terrible, but I, it's okay because it's only temporary. It's going through that dark part that we're all afraid to, to run to but once you, you find that once you step into it and you get through there, you're seeing that I'm surviving it okay, that it's, I'm doing this. Oh my gosh, I didn't think I could. I'm still here. I'm touching my body and it's, I'm still in one piece. And there's the light, the light's getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And there's, there's that momentum going and boom, you walk out to the other side and you realize that I did it. and. Um, so my, what doesn't challenge us, doesn't change us. I, I, I truly believe a lot of people live in this. Um, well, I hope it gets better. Well, I hope I feel better. Well, I'm wishing that it'll be okay. And my belief is there's no effort with hope. It's grabbing the bulls by its horn and let's figure out what it is. And if that's a baby horn, or if it's just looking at the, the, the bull with the horn, you start and you take small steps to where you need to get. So um, a challenge sometimes scare people, but a challenge also can bring them over to the other side and make them realize, wow, I can do this. I can do this. I never thought I could. It's my thing of who freaking runs a marathon? Oh my gosh. And then I became addicted and continued for years. It's baby steps in anything that you do and realizing that you have it within you to get to where you want to be. And it's not overnight, but it's one step at a time, one minute at a time, one day at a time, one year at a time, and um, just keep moving forward. So um, that was a great challenges are good for us. They make us realize how strong we are. Yeah. That was such a great visual too. Like I, I could, I could like completely understand, you know, and put it into that context. And it's interesting too, because I feel like, you know, for the last few weeks or even a month, like depending on where you are with this, you know, the virus and such, it's like, you know, I think everybody was almost in a place of, you know, hoping things would change and resisting the, you know, resisting the situation and feeling frustrated and stuff because when there's resistance or, you know, force and resistance, it, it creates, you know, tension. And so, you know, I hope, I say hope, but <laughs> believe <laughs> that now so many more people can, can really be in a place of how is this going to challenge me and change me? Because there's a level of acceptance as to where we are now in this current situation. And it's not like, well, I hope it changes. Like, well, it will change but it's going to take some time. So we're all kind of stuck in that tunnel right now, mm -hmm. but 
keep moving forward and keep saying, I know it sucks right now. I know it's really hard. I know it kind of smells because we're all stuck in, <laughs> in our yeah. house. It stinks, yeah. And, um, but <clears throat> it's definitely not ideal, but how do you make it optimal? Right. You know, when you don't have the option of it being the ideal, like it just, it doesn't exist. And so instead of focusing on what we don't have right. or what's really hard, focus on what we do have and how we can grow and keep ourselves moving through because we will get to the end of that tunnel. We will get right. there. And so I appreciate you sharing that and thinking about how that pertains to other parts of your life that by the way, you, everybody's going to go through something hard at some point in their life. Right. And so right. tap into what you learn about yourself in this moment, what you've learned about yourself when you've gone through those tunnels before and really use that as the way to get through it again, right? That kind of goes back to the resiliency or belief that it's possible. Right, mm -hmm. and I, as you said, what we're going through right now is we can't change, we can help to flatten the curve as we all know, but we have no control over that really. What we do have control over is our attitude and how we view it. Do we want to be in this? Do we want to see the lives of others being lost? Do we want to see the, uh, the economy and the stock market and everything that's included with the, this uh, pandemic go down? Of course not. But what we can choose is how do we want to view it? And how do we want to navigate every day that we wake up and it's Groundhog Day? And we can choose to wake up and gripe and complain. And I see pages on Facebook where there's People are complaining, 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 and or we can say let's let's find a solution within our own selves. How we're gonna how we're gonna answer that? How we're gonna view that? How we're gonna decide is that really that bad? Or you know what can we do to to flip flop that? Turn it over. And so um, I have found that the more positive you are, it becomes infectious. And through this, especially, and through going through challenges like a divorce, you can choose that negative route, or you can start rewiring perhaps those negative thoughts in your brain and turn them into, it's okay, it's okay. And, um, and I've also learned that when when, when you're asked how life is or how your challenges are, when you put a smile on your face, that is a positive signal in your head. And even if you don't quite believe it's all okay, smile and it, it changes the, the, the mechanics in your brain to a, a happier place. So it's all of these little teeny steps uh, optional ways to look at things in life that get us to a better place. I wasn't always things positive. I was more of the half glass half empty. And I've, I've changed that. And literally I've changed that hundred percent on my own. I'm so proud um, with not a, a coach or a therapist, but it was a decision that how do you want your future to be? Do you want it to be the way it was or do you want it to be different? And so I know that we, ha we all have it within us to get to that place, whatever that is. And I know that uh, having some guidance to get there really helps. 
And gosh, if I could have every client I could, I could go out and move with them and coach them would be the perfect scenario because it just feels so good all around. Um, but I'm in San Diego County, so maybe that's going to be the future. Who knows? But it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a decision that we can all make as far as how we want to look forward with our lives. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact is, I mean, we do, we are at a place of choice in so many ways. And so um, understanding that and making those small things to move ourselves forward every day, even if it's just one small thing, has a really powerful impact. And I love that you're able to share that with your clients, um, with your family, you know, to be that playful, positive inspiration, but also with a wealth of experience and knowledge that you can really help your clients move forward, get through the difficult stuff, re redo the puzzle, whatever it is that they're trying to put back together again, um, and really get them through that next wave. So, you know, it's, it's such powerful stuff. I absolutely love everything that you do and the kind of coach that you are and the kind of person you are. So can you tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you if they want to learn more from you or just even ask you some quick, some questions about the kind of work that you do? Absolutely. I am on Facebook under the next wave life coaching. I'm also on Instagram, the same. Um, my, uh, Gmail address, if anybody's interested, is um, the next wave life coaching.com. So just think of that wave, that next wave that's coming into your life. How do you want to write it? How do you want to view it and get through it? If it's a, if it's a big gnarly one that's going to throw you on the, the shore, or if it's going to be the calm one that brings you in, either way, if we can learn how to navigate that together, you'll realize you can do anything in life with a different attitude. And I would love to hear from anybody, ask any questions, um, connect. Let's all connect. That's awesome. And I will make sure that I put um, all of those links and handles into the notes so that if people are interested, they can reach out to you, they can follow you, they can be inspired by the kinds of things that you're doing um, right now, and then also consider how they want to move themselves forward um, now and also into the future. So Arden, thank you so much for being on the show today. I love seeing you even virtually. Thanks you it's been fun yeah no absolutely and I feel like uh, i'm connected with somebody today yay <laughs> yeah i know we've just done something really really fun for i know it's a good way to start and absolutely. i so appreciate you asking me and um love to hear your your questions are great so thank you yeah no i i appreciate it as well and if uh anybody listening here if you've got somebody that might be able to you know take something away from this as well please share it uh, subscribe, send me a note, comment, and with love and laughter, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Have a great day.